Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Mysticons, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Beatrice Murad. Hello. And Steve Zeck. Hi. Today, Beatrice, Steve, and I are here to talk about episode 20 of Mysticons, The Prophecy Unleashed, that uh, just aired. We're recording this right after 9 a.m. Sunday. Uh, we will talk about Mysticons every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Mysticons on iTunes or uh, and subscribe there or on YouTube to not miss any of our Mysticons podcasts. Um, if you've just listened to our Mysticons coverage, uh, yes, we have other co-hosts here, some Beatrice and Steve, but, uh, yeah, we, we got a, a lot of other people on the site caught up on Mysticons now, and, uh, we'll, we'll be getting some differing opinions here. Um, but of course, Delaney and April will be back on for, uh, future ones as well. So our last Mysticons episode of 2017, more on that at the end of the podcast, but make sure you've seen The Prophecy Unleashed, a big episode, a lot of plot stuff, and there are spoilers. So spoilers for this episode and all previous episodes of Mysticons. Beatrice, what are your reactions to The Prophecy Unleashed? So much happened. I just, I have so many thoughts and I can't wait to get into them. I just, like, I, I don't know. Like, in every second that I watched it, I just had, like, a new theory. I was like, ooh, maybe this will happen. Actually, no, this is going to happen later. Like, I just, this, I don't know. I was, I was genuinely shocked by the twist in the middle and, and, I don't know. I'm excited now. I mean, I mean, I've been excited before, but like for one character in particular, suddenly they have become much more interesting. Whereas previously to this episode, other characters were more the the shining characters of the show. So I'm, it's a big Arcana episode, is what you're saying? Yeah. It's a, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's an Arcana episode, and from before, you know, Arcana kind of had a storyline that I was like, okay, I've, I've seen this before. I'm more interested in what Zarya has to offer, M has to offer. And now it's like, oh, Arcana, what's up? Yeah. You're interesting. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> this is maybe Arcana's best episode. A lot going on here, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Steve, reactions. Wow. Just wow. I t- So many things I was thinking could happen. I was not expecting that. So they took me by surprise here. And though still, though, I thought, oh, what Taryn was a little dense. I, it took him for the end of the episode to kind of figure out that the Mysticon Dragon Mage was the Princess Arcana. He, he I mean, did not figure it out. She had to reveal herself. She had to him. reveal it. I mean, yeah. Jesus. I mean, and even Prisma d- didn't figure it out. I thought she would maybe put like two and two together, man. I mean, I like I said, I think people in Mysticon most of the time are like probably 10 times smarter than the p- people in Miraculous Ladybug are figuring this stuff out, but still. <laughs> yeah, at least people in the show know. But uh, yeah, other, other than that, Steve. <laughs> And, oh yeah, I, and I definitely interested in meet Arcana's twin. Um, there's one good piece of good news for Arcana, and that she has a sibling that is not going <laughs> as someone she can call a sibling. Besides, yeah, a, of course, her fellow Mysticons are her like her sisters, but you know, <laughs> you know, and, you know, by blood, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, so good, yeah, good anti Gawain news. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I mean, I still don't understand how Gawain is the king and okay, not okay, Arcana. Okay, 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 okay. Not getting into that, but that's the one of the perennial questions here. Um, yeah, I thought this was a great episode. Uh, there's a ton happening, and uh, I love the Arcana twin reveal. There's a lot of possibilities. There are two main possibilities that we need to talk about, and uh, it's it was just a very exciting episode. 
uh, pretty jammed back. It had my fa- favorite comedic beat of the entire show. It had uh, like a, a lot of great plot moments, a huge arcane episode. Uh, overall, I think this is like a top tier episode of Mysticon. So I, I, I'm, I'm really high on it. Um, but yeah, we need, we need to talk about, uh, the twin stars are Arcana and her twin sister separated at birth. Uh, it's, 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 it's happening. And if they get reunited, then the spectral dragon egg that Tasma brought to, uh, t- brought to Necrofa at the end of the episode will hatch. So, um, it's, it's interesting because they seem to want to find her twin sister, but that is going to execute the prophecy. Um, but yeah, Beatrice, what was your, uh, initial reaction to the fact that Arcana has a twin. Did anything immediately pop into mind? Well, immediately I was like, Proxima. Proxima's the mm. twin. Like, my immediate thought was, who is this twin? And I was like, okay, Proxima and her don't get along. That kind of seems kind of sibling-ish. So I was just, I, I, it kind of made sense. I, was, I thought there's no way that um, the baby would be killed. It just does not seem like that type of show. So I was just like, oh, maybe they kind of like took her in and like they're close, but they're completely different world despite the distance being so close. That's what I immediately jumped to. I, I who knows about that theory. But um, yeah, I just thought that this was a great sort of, I don't know, I kind of like how there's often like lore with twins where one's like a like the good twin, one's the bad twin. So maybe we're going to get like an evil twin, you know, that the, just because there's a twin doesn't necessarily make them good. So for a second, like I like underlined like dark arcana question mark. And I don't know, I just there was something really interesting in that. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this part of the story to to begin because I they could go there's so many places yeah. they could go with this. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah. Steve, uh, Beatrice outlines Proxima. Any other ideas? Uh, I didn't think it was Proxima in terms of they don't really look alike, and mainly the height difference. And mm. I mean, twins I think normally like around the same height, and pretty much the flatbed were clear that they were paternal twins. So mm-hmm. I kind of think that was possible, but um, I kind of go opposite of Beatrice in terms of. Especially what we saw at the end of who raised Arcana's twin. I don't see an evil twin. I think what the danger is them just being reunited, period. What I think is opposite of Arcana is in terms of the personality. I see this person probably being more maybe of a maybe like a country bunkin or a kind of a surfer person or Okay, you so know, you, you think it's someone we don't know yet. No, yeah. Okay, that's um, option see, number three. See, yeah. Yeah, I see like opposite personalities. Um I don't know. You guys saw this this show from the '90s called Sister Sister. I see something like that in terms of they're just different in terms of interest and stuff. Hmm. Not like good yeah. and evil. I have someone in mind who that fits, but yeah. So the baby does seem to be raised by a nice elf lady. So yeah, there's like this is probably not an evil person. But you guys are not bringing up what I think is probably maybe the most likely person. Now we see at the end the baby, uh, blue hair slash green hair. So could be Proxima, green eyes. Could be Proxima, but that also fits the description of another person we know, and that is Zarya. Blue hair, green eyes. Oh, I didn't think um, of that. Zarya, we know, we have not seen her parents. We've seen them referenced. She could have been raised by Foster, nice elf lady. Um, in this episode, we see several Zarya and Arcana moments, uh, including uh when she uh like something happens and uh Zarya says reminds me of someone I I know and uh, you hit hard for a princess after she punches her and then Zarya goes to save her um 
we've okay. been a lot of we've been really shipping Zarya and Arcana Beatrice. Like you're kind of ruining my ship, dude. Kind of this is this is good, it. Wolf. Uh, Beatrice, are we getting Luke and Leia here? Is that's what's happening oh, with Zarya man. and Arcana? I mean, I never thought this could happen outside the parameters of Star Wars, but maybe I you're it's all kind of falling into place after you said that, <laughs> right? Um, and she doesn't, doesn't say like. She just like remember when she goes to Kitty and she goes, "I miss my mom." She doesn't say yes. dad. She just says mom. Oh, okay. So it's oh, like, different. and it goes what I said before: opposite personality. Yes, Steve. But uh, um, but I take put one. I hate to put a damper in a party though. But if they were the case, wouldn't the Dragon A are hatched by now? Or mm, is there some plot interesting. Reason? Yeah. Interesting question. But yeah, they didn't know that the twins. Maybe there has to be like a conscious kind of reun- reunion. Yeah, they might have to know. Um, that's that's possible. But we need, we need to find Elf Lady. That nice Elf yeah, Lady. Yeah, need to find Elf Lady. <laughs> um, here's the thing. And maybe she was killed by uh, Captain Chaos. But um, that, that would suck. But uh, yeah, here's the thing. We I've been asking several times. Why are we showing Zarya and Arcana being so intimate in the show? Um, if we're not going to, going to pair them up, like I, I, we, we identified them as being shown as beyond like kind of friends and, uh, that resulted in, in, uh, us shipping them because, uh, it's, it's such, it seems like such a sp- specific depiction of, uh, of them being really close. And I think this would explain it. Uh, if they were, uh, if we we're building them up to be long lost twins, um, I'd be pretty, pretty upset about us being Luke and Leia here, but, uh, you know. Uh-huh. This is interesting. I, I like the idea, though, Zarya maybe being a princess. There's just you still being raised on the streets and stuff. And that she would understand the the, the lower class, the middle class type of pr- plights. Something that, you know, Gawain does not understand. Yeah, that's it's true. It it it, it, it does interesting thing with Zarya's character. She her whole her whole thing is being uh, born on the the undercity. Um, if if it's proximate, that's the other possibility. I do think the baby uh, we haven't rewatched it yet, but I do think that she seemingly had more blue hair than green hair. Although yeah. hair hair color yeah. can kind of change. Um, but it could be proximate. The same thing applies. Like why isn't the egg hatched yet? Because they do they have interacted. Um, but I think that's another interesting one. I think it's either one of those two, Zarya Proxima or someone who we don't know. Uh, I think the, I think the favorite has to be Zarya at this point. That seems like yeah. such a, uh, fantasy trope thing to do here. And, uh, the show has uh, shown, uh, reverence for a lot of other big fantasy properties before doing a Star Wars thing. I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know whether to be uh, upset about this or excited by uh, yeah by the Zarya yeah. Arcana twins. Well, well, it's good. It's good news for uh, Moonboon, I guess. Yeah, that would cement Moonboon probably as the ship to go to. Uh, oh man, but the scandal, the scandal of like a princess dating a pirate, you guys. Could, could, yeah. Oh, makes um, it better. That makes it. Oh, that makes it forbidden. I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, something just clicked into place. But wait, but, um, wait a minute. Wait, I have a little hot take just now. I just thought of what if, like, maybe I think Zara meant her parents. I think she was maybe meaning her natural parents, perhaps, because I think she probably would know the elf lady is not her biological mom. Yeah, yeah she certainly would know her foster she, mom. Yeah. If that person would she be related to Piper in any way? Maybe her grandmother or something, or that'd be something. Uh, I mean, well, I don't know. They- well, so let's let's well, yeah, with the the princess Zarya possibility. Yeah, there you go. Um, so in in that case, it would be you know we know her parents. Yeah, how do you bring Piper into it? That's that that could be because of that. The we saw specifically an elf lady. We haven't seen many elves. We talked about that last week. Um, so that could relate, but yeah, I don't know. Princess Princess Zarya. That that seems like too good to pass up for me right now. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, something interesting is if we haven't. Sorry, <clears throat> if we haven't seen like if if it's like a new character to add to kind of like the tragedy of it all. I mean, it could be like an evil. Tw- I mean, you never know. Like, yeah, they might have like left, like dropped her off with this elf lady, but then someone something could have happened along the way, and then you could have like this really like tragic character where like Arcana has to fight her twin. Like that also is pretty like dramatic. So. Yes, well, Zarya, but also like there's, I don't know. There's also value in going like dark. Well, well, here's a possibility. Maybe both. Maybe down the line, Zarya gets brainwashed into turning evil. Um, I'm thinking perhaps if the twin is going to be like an antagonist down the line, perhaps it'll be after Tasma's little story is over, and she would be like sort of Tasma's replacement, pretty much, uh, as Krina Krafla's new little lackey. Yeah, there's interesting possibilities if it's a character we don't know. Because, I, I mean, you, you saw, not Crawford, she kind of dumped Dreadbang, replaced her with Tasma, and it, it seemed what, what Nova Terran said before, you're not the first astromancer to go down a dark path. It seems Crawford, mm. she goes through these lackeys all all the time. Yeah, I don't think Nekrop has an attachment to Tasma specifically. Definitely not. And uh, yeah, that's true. We could we could see another Nekrafa minion at some point. And yeah, that was an interesting thing when Novatero was trying to reason with uh, Tasma and said, you're not the first one. So maybe we'll see another example of that. Um, but yeah, there's interesting possibilities. It's a character we don't know. Not a lot to speculate on yet. Um, and then briefly, uh, Proxima would be interesting. Uh, we're clearly doing something with Proxima. Wait, I just this- thought of something. Yes, okay, Steve. Theory with Novatero and Proxima and perhaps that Nova Terran's like son was the aftermath and went the dark path, and that per- mm. and Nova Terran is and Proxima is Nova Terran's um, granddaughter, and have a little like it, uh, evil aftermath. You have Nova Terran son, evil aftermancer, and Proxima is like the daughter of the evil aftermancer who Nova Terran raised. And I mean, we don't want to fall into the limit. The <laughs> one of the faults of Star Wars and that everyone's related to each other. We want to, I mean, I, I don't that's, want that's that what worries me a little bit about this twist, honestly, is that, yeah. um, like part of the power of Zarya's character is that she's just a, a nobody from the Undercity. And, um, I'm not going to get into spoilers for recent Star Wars, but one of the, yeah. uh, the most powerful things is that, um, nobodies are, are powerful. Like that's, that's like a great theme of it. And that's, uh, like, like I love that so much more than everyone being related in the original Star Wars. So I'm worried about that. Um, you know, but, but we'll but- see what happens. But personally, I think it doesn't really matter in terms of she was raised as a nobody, so I don't think it really takes anything. Right. It probably does. Yeah, it, it, yeah. If you philosophically, we can look at it. It doesn't take anything away. So it, it's going to depend on how they approach it. Um, yes. briefly about yeah about Proxima is that um that's that's me a character who's clearly doing something in these uh in the second half of the show coming up, and uh, I, I think it, her arc could be related to this. It could be not. Um, we're purposely included her in the storyline. She doesn't really do much. Well, she interacts with them. I said in the Discord. I think. She in the future is going to become the new head Astromancer, and Novatarian is going to, you know, die. Yeah, you're very eager to kill off Novatarian. He did not die this episode, Steve. I don't know. I think that she's going to be Necrofa's next, like, henchman. I think she's going to go dark, I think. You could, we could see, I think Proxima is such a wide range of outcomes. She could be either uh, the, the the big bad after Necrafa, if like we're doing something post-Necrafa in the show, or she could be the fifth Mysticon. I think it could be any of them. Oh, I'm awful. That's awesome. No, no, that's Tasma. Tasma's the fifth Mysticon, you guys. <laughs> the lost I'm not giving this up. She's well, Tasma the fifth is Mysticon. pretty evil right now, but I do think we'll get Tasma She's like brainwashed, pretty much half brainwashed, really. I mean, yeah. to be Necrafa's lackey, because that's not her 
will, really. I'm pretty sure that was just manipulation. Yeah. And I have a feeling at some point down the line, Tasma and Malveron, they're going to put aside their differences for a moment and do something team up together because I think they're really setting that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about this in this episode. Then, yeah, we referenced uh, the Tasman Malbron relationship several times. Briefly on the manipulated thing, um, we got correction from creator Sean Jr. about our last podcast, Steve. Um, Tasma was not being uh, magicked by uh, by Necrotha. She was just experiencing desert hallucinations, and she of her kind of of her own, not really of her own will. It's kind of the effects of the desert, but she was not being outside manipulated by Necrotha. She just. Got went back to pro Necrafa because of the effects of the desert. But do you think uh, Queen Necrafa, like Necrafa, would know that probably could happen when she sent her in that porter at the very least? Maybe she wasn't directly doing anything, but maybe she would at least take a gamble that heck, maybe this could happen. I could be, look- could be. But at least the immediate interpretation uh, is that, or at least the immediate, the immediate thing we're now. Oh yeah. So ta- it was just Tasma. The, the surprising thing for me about that explanation is that this is within Tasma's own natural. Um, like range of, of things she could do is just being super pro Necrafa. So uh, like she's mostly acting of her own volition here, it seems like. Um, so I think that's interesting and we'll see how that plays out. Back to the Zarya possibility for a second um, in discord. Uh, patron Michael says, uh, so it's Zarya, right? So that's his, that's his reaction. And um, rip good wolf. So here's, if we're doing, if we're doing Luke and Leia, I want us to go full Luke and Leia and have them kiss in the, in the episode <laughs> I thought before, about right? it. I like, I say this? I'm not going to say it. No, I want, I want, we need to go full Star Wars and have them creepily kiss in the movie before and then have it at, right? Like we need to do this. So it's not <laughs> happening, but it needs to happen. <laughs> okay. Um, so th- I found the last scene really powerful between, we talked about this between uh, Nova Terran and Arcana when she detransforms in front of him. Um, kind of our second identity reveal after uh, Zarya did this with Kitty uh, back in season one. And um, when that is not as exciting, not as romantic, not as romantic, certainly. (laughs) But it was I thought this was a great scene. And uh, like, why are you taking it so personally? And it's like, (gasps) yeah, (laughs) figure it out by myself long ago, man. I would have figured it out pretty easily. At least there's some connection there. At least you would have questioned it. Hmm. Yeah, well, Steve, you don't know about being a stupid person in a magical girl show. So, well, you also, I, I also give them the break, give them one break in terms of their lives in a line. They're like in danger, constantly danger. Maybe you don't have time to think things through. Yeah, I don't know, but like, is it bad that I had no idea that he didn't know that she wasn't Arcana right. the yeah, princess? The, like, the, I was just like, why is she? Like, why does that matter? Like, what? Why does it? Why does like? Why are you taking this so personally? Of course, he's gonna take it personally. I was just that moment should have been kind of more impactful for me that reveal, but it didn't because I just already assumed that he knew. Yeah, the show the show doesn't do a good job uh, tracking who knows and who doesn't know. Like uh, it, it 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 hasn't. It, we did specifically keep or very early on in the series, we specifically kept our identities from Nova Terran. It's like the show did this, but it was twenty episodes ago. I mean, it was seventeen episodes ago that we did the whole. Uh, we're not going to tell Nova Terran because there's a traitor within the Astromancers. That was episode that two. Out. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's really not, it's really kind of not clear who, I mean, the show has been specific about it, but it's, it's, it's just, uh, well, like, well, they didn't uh, seem to care though. Cause remember one scene, I mean, you mentioned before, Zarya said you pre- hit pretty hard for a princess. I mean, how could the other, <laughs> that? I mean, they don't really care. Keeping their secret. Oh my God. I didn't think about that scene. That's great. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's true okay uh yeah we they don't you know people are just dense uh novatarin novatarin is very dense um proxima may be picked up on it but she's just being respectful uh, but let's let's <laughs> let's say that but yeah novatarin i believe it he's uh pretty stupid um and then at the end piper's uh comforting novatarin only one who likes him <laughs> No, but, I liked everyone. It seems it's even bonded with Dreadbane last episode. Yeah, Piper right? likes weird guys. We we've determined <laughs> this. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, I love that. I love that scene at the end. That was great. I love I love revealing it to him. And but yeah, so that was. We're going to be very interested to see where this twin stuff goes. Um, it's going to be a big thing heading into uh, into some future episodes here. We do have a, a Star Cross Sisters episode title coming up soon. So see, this makes me so sad. I even wrote in my notes: Astro Mage, great chemistry. This makes me so sad. Astro what? Astro Mage is the uh, oh, is, uh, sorry, Malhron. I'm getting confused with the ship. Yeah, name. yeah, Good Wolf, Good Wolf, yeah, Good um, Wolf. It's Astro Mage is Malvaron. Yeah, it's Malvaron. He. What do we think of Malvaron? Uh, what do we think of the Malvaron Yu Gi Oh C plot in this episode, uh, Beatrice? I mean, it was. It's fine. I just don't understand why did it, they don't. If this actually has physical like impacts on people, like these creatures. Why don't they weaponize this stuff? Like, this is, seems like a very, I, I feel like someone should have used this type of magic for some, like, protection or something. Like, I don't know. It just, it seems like very strong magic. It was that weird that it was like, yeah, it had, <laughs> yeah, it's weird that it, like, they could use it to fight at the end. Yeah. That that was the thing that threw me off. It's like, really? Giant Choco can actually uh, manifest uh, physical attacks? Uh, it's not just within the realm of the card game? I thought it was silly, but also kind of makes sense given that the toy company that makes this show is Tops. I don't think Tops was like, you guys got to include a card playing plot. And I don't think that happened. No, no, I, I don't think I don't think they're meddling, yeah. but I'm thinking, though, you know, they're going to take advantage. They're going to sell some merchandise with this. I mean, no, I, don't, I, I really don't think the, that affects the card. card. I don't know if I, I don't think it, there'll be a big toe card. I really don't. No think big this toe card. Happen. Really? No. Oh, yeah. We need the, we need the, uh, the beastie blasters trading card game. When's that happening? When's our merchandise out for that? We do have Mystagon's cards. I have a few of them in front of me. They come with the toys. Um, um, and we're getting more from, uh, from tops next year. But yeah, uh, where's be, the beastie be blasters was, game? Each way I get back to your point, you say, if anyone can be fit, Mysticon is Tasma. You know what? I think I probably agree with you more. That it's more likely Tasma than Proxima. Is of course if they have promoted Tasma a little bit more with like uh, with icons like on the cards and on the uh, yeah. sort of the Nick like website or Nick icons. They use Tasma quite a bit sometimes. They catch a new episode yeah, of Mysticon. This is a, this is a me- this is a meta theorizing, Steve. Tasma right. has um Tasma's part of the series one or two merchandising uh, wave, yeah. and Proxima <laughs> is not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Uh, it's yeah, Tasma potentially um more likely to be a heroine. I agree, but well, she's pretty evil right now. Um, are we? So Necrafa has the egg, and uh, we're probably worried about this. Um. This, this is maybe more of a long-term plot. I think we're, we're about five or six episodes from the season finale. Season two, of course, going from episode 14 to 26. Uh, I think this is maybe our season finale plot. Is the spectral dragon breaking out? Thoughts? Probably. I mean, I I don't know. I still think that, like, you know, when Arcana got mad, she, you know, with her eyes is on fire. I mean, she kind of lost control for a bit. I still think that Arcana might be like the dragon. Like, yes, this is like an egg, but if Arcana herself is the dragon, dragon. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I, I don't think this egg is full of anything. I think it's just there for the sake of 
I don't know, decoration. And it's like, I don't know, or somehow it's linked to Arcana. And when it opens, this like gas comes out and then suddenly it gives her a power or like this, something happens. But I don't, I still think that dragon is linked to Arcana. There's no way it can't be. Mm. Ooh, uh, well, I think for sure, the dr- probably that's going to be the t- episode 26. And the episode 26, the dragon's coming. That can oh be a, a, I don't Theory. think. I don't think we're going to finish Necrofa at episode 26. She'll last to at least episode 40. Yeah. So, okay, and I think episode 39 and 40 could be like a two-parter. Okay, well, but all like, our finales are two-parters. Look, think, just yeah. let me paint you a scene. So Arcana somehow turns into a dragon and loses control. So then M, who's, you know, the knight, she has to like go all like, you know, sleeping beauty on her and fight this dragon. But it's like, you know, instead of saving the princess by fighting the dragon, the dragon is the princess. And then you subvert this whole thing. Like that could be something really cool to see, you know, just image wise image. Like you can, I could see this happening. So you, uh, how's she turning? Is she uh, metamorphosizing into the dragon? Is that, is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what's happening maybe the egg cracks and suddenly it's like this this like curse that like it cracks mm. in front of arcana and then it's like this curse happens and then she becomes the dragon and then loses control and it's like m has to fight her but then it's if zarya is the twin zarya's like no don't don't kill me i'm your sister and it's like mm, dark mysticon yeah. Yeah. yeah i could i could definitely see a dark yeah, so mysticon me, plot is that the evil tw- or the more evil turn is Arcana, or at least the more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I like that twist. Well, I mean, she isn't like she, but the thing is, like, she won't be. I mean, it'd be more interesting if she herself, like, by choice, turned evil. I don't know if the show would be willing to go that dark. So it'd be like because of the hatching of that egg, or because of some sort of thing, she become like she loses some sort of control and. Or loses control of just the power she has, and then oh, just becomes overpowered, and then worry. they have to kind of like that happened. I'm guess we should worry about going. Going, he could be the first victim. <laughs> <laughs> don't why you Letizia won't let that happen. Uh, I think she would, but uh, we don't. I mean... <laughs> we don't need to kill off. No killing off Kuwait. He's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I like the idea of the the egg, the dragon egg, not actually containing. Uh, like the, uh, a dragon, but or more of a curse or something metaphorical. Whereas, uh, yeah, it might uh, it turning arcane into dragon. I could see that. If that happened, I could definitely see Necrofor pretty much dumping Tasma and just and say, "You're my new number one lackey. You're my new henchman." Uh, evil, evil Tasma. arcane. I don't think evil. I don't. I don't think arcane would be evil outside of a curse. And um, I know I I'm just, it, it doesn't temp- matter. It would be if temporary. She, like, if, I think if, if, if Necrofor can control her, that's all that matters, and it'd be like. Like I said, Tasma would be like dreadbang now. Just pretty much, ah, don't need no more. Toss you to side. Don't go into the outer dimension. Bye-bye. Yeah, uh, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Yeah, we're, we're definitely assuming Necroft will dump Tasma at some point. So um, for the people shipping Necroft and Tasma, which is actually some people. So, Well, I, um, I thought it more of a mother-daughter thing. Well, yeah, considering yeah. she's uh, very old. <laughs> yeah, uh, you would think so. But uh, back to uh, finishing off this uh, C-plot with the uh, Beastie Blasters Yu-Gi-Oh! game is that we get the Undercity Chompster, which is that uh, talking dumpster that uh, we see all the time. I really appreciated getting that in there. We had the Cave Crawler from... Uh, I think episode eight, so the big toe, that was in one of the episodes as well. Um, and then, of course, Giant Choco, uh, Star Fazia. What do we think of Giant Choco? Oh, I love it. I, I love it. Re- regular really, Choco is very excited for Giant Choco. They're really trying to, definitely trying to sell that Choco merchandise. Choco's going to be the big seller. Choco's the, um, 
Choco's yeah, a much cho- better version. Choco I don't know if you yeah. grew up on cartoons in the 80s, like, I mean, yeah, but you saw cartoons from the 80s I grew up on. It has, like, shows like He-Man and stuff, has characters, like, mascots that we all hated, just annoying characters. Choco is such a much better version of Snarf, or <laughs> a character from Thundercats, or... Choco, a better snarf. That's Steve's hot take. Okay, I like that. I mean, I like the the I guess the kaiju reference, like the, the Godzilla reference. Like when it like I don't know if it was through from its eyes or from its mouth when it just starts shooting that beam. I was like, all right, we're going kaiju for a second. Not bad, but um, yeah, I would have preferred a little more destruction. They kind of like showed them, and then they kind of you know just kind of went to the next scene. And I I don't know if you're gonna give me a giant Choco, I need I need commitment. <laughs> <clears throat> oh look, I, it, it was already silly to begin with, I think. But yeah, it's a giant, giant Chaco is great. Chaco decided. Uh, also, Chaco early in the episode like said, uh "Oh, I don't know if we've heard him, like talk before, but he's, I'm he's, ready. he like I'm says, uh oh." So this is a big Chaco episode. He's talking now. I wonder, Chaco. I'm waiting for Chaco to get a love interest. No, it's, it's a, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that would make it when we get a second Foz. So sure, yeah. yeah. It can be a male or female. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah. What gender? I guess we call Ojaga Chaco's like a boy, but we don't really refer to him by, uh, you know, as as such. So it doesn't really matter. But yeah, the, there's the Chaco stuff. Uh, let's talk about the rest of the uh, the episode with uh, everything in the cave. So we go into the cave of the the caves of the Fang. That's our location for the episode. We're hunting the spectral egg. Um, oh yeah, in the beginning we read the uh, prophecy, which we read on the podcast last week. So, um, spoiler. Chris- I don't. Like, what? sorry, but like, Tasma said, what does this say? But the Mysticons can read it. Tasma can't read it? Didn't she say in like the previous episode, she goes, Nekrafa, what does this say? Doesn't I think she, she might have that? said, what does it, I think she maybe meant, like, mean? what does it mean? Yeah, I think okay. that's what she meant. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's true. Who can, can they all read this language? What language is this? Is this common? What, what is this? Uh, so okay. I, we need clarification, but yeah, we, we'd re- we got the prophecy, twin stars uniting, dragons rage, spectral, whatever, yada, yada. We, we talked about that last week's podcast. Shout out to Crispy again. And, uh, yeah, he says, uh, Novataran says, uh, doom ranger, doom is what it means, which mm-hmm. I liked. And, uh, yeah, it's so uh, that, that was good stuff. Uh, we had, um, I, I thought this would not pay off. The uh, this line with uh, one of the the two uh, immortal Novataran lackeys, but uh, the, the the guy's like, but Star Master, it's Card Knight, um, which I thought was funny. But then we do a whole plot line with it. So, so. <laughs> and, and I'm wondering though, if uh, Malvron reduced his guard duty, where was Doug? Is yeah, like- I don't know where Doug was this episode. Yeah. True. <laughs> Uh, we learned that the spectral Drake a thousand thousands of years ago rise and nearly destroyed Gemina. So uh, that's that's what we're talking here, prophecy wise. Um, I was very thrown off by one of uh, Necrophis Spectres talking in the beginning. Yeah, and then we learned that it's General Tibian. He's back. <laughs> General Tibian was. Uh, were we excited? Do you all remember General Tibian? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I was so excited. I didn't. I thought that I was. We were. We were like lamenting him when he was when they got turned into scepters. We thought he's gone forever, but no, he's just a scepter now, and he can talk. It's great. Yeah, 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 and yeah. She's he's now no morning dread bang. He's pretty much moved on. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I guess he's fully necro- converted to Necrofa as a as a specter. But um, Tibian, uh, we love the Tibians back here, <laughs> and um, yeah. So then we get this uh, scene that we got in the uh, first of all. It says uh, looks like a classic dungeon crawl. I think said. <laughs> Arcana. So I thought that was a notable line. Uh, we had this scene from the preview clip. Uh, armchair Astromancer. 
they call Proxima. Um, Novaterra and Proxima are coming with, and Malveron's not, which I like the word. We're just sidelining Malveron. Um, but <laughs> I, I guess we needed to do that. Uh, we get, we get the line from, uh, Piper, I can't wait till I'm old so I can yoink ears too, uh, which I thought was great. And the best exchange in the history of this show, Proxima says, uh, let's go, girls. It's magic hour. And uh, Arcana says, uh, hey, that's my line. Guys, that's my line. Self-awareness. That seems like such a fourth world breaking closest to it. At least, yes. like you said, that's my line. That's yeah, my line. And, and uh, yeah, and uh, M says, uh, she's, she's just, she said magic flower. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I, the Arcana, uh, specifically, guys, that's my line, is my favorite line in the history of the show. I, I think it's, like, the funniest thing. I, I really wish we could see, like, according to when Allison Court said that, because I bet you know, she probably burst out laughing when she yeah, said that. Yeah, that line read by Allison Court is so incredible. <laughs> guys, that's my line. It's, like, a hilarious line, and Allison Court killed that. Like, uh, oh, my God. We, we, we love Magic Hour. That's our favorite part of the show, is them randomly saying Magic Hour with no explanation. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Proxima, uh, she's the leader now. She's the, she said it's magic hour, so. Uh, you know, that, you know what? It'd be funny though, maybe later on, she said some of the other catchphrases, like, uh, you know, like Zarya's, you know, like, how like the wolf, and then Zarya, like, got a little. Yeah, yeah, we should, uh, we should Proxima should do that. Sure time to howl, have, yeah. It's yeah, great. Who has, yeah. I'm not sure. Do the, uh, do, does M and Piper have catchphrases? Yeah, too? they have their own versions of unleashing their special attack. Yeah. yeah. Fly, I mean, Phoenix, I'm, fly, et cetera. I'm kind of loving Proxima being like a hidden fangirl. Like, I want her yeah. to actually like have a room full of like the Mysticons and all like posters. Zarya, and Zarya is Proxima Diana Cavendish, uh, as a hidden chariot fangirl. Is that's what's happening here? I, I think so. I mean, oh, she, yeah. she seems kind of standoffish. She's very knowledgeable. I'm just saying it could, I, I could see it happen. Steve, yeah. what do you think? Oh, I'm I'm all glad too. I think she uh has a hidden side of her that maybe want be wants to be a superhero that kinda of thinks what the Mystic Gun does is kinda of cool, but she acts all like all like tough and like uh we gotta follow order, we gotta do things like the right way, we gotta do things we gotta follow the rules, but I think deep down she kind of thinks you wants to be a superhero too. And who knows, maybe down the line we could have maybe an episode when Proxima maybe hits her head or something that tries to become like a want to be superhero like that movie like that square that movie you covered beatrice a while ago captain underpants yeah captain underpants like like yeah she becomes sort of a captain underpants in her own right like i'm a we kind of had that with Gwen already yeah Yeah, maybe a team maybe a sequel episode and they team up Gawain Proxima team up. Oh yeah, we can only imagine. Um, but yeah, I, I like more more sympathetic Proxima this episode. She was not super mad at the Mysticons, which I thought was interesting. She was with M for the most part. Want to see um, more interaction with them, mate, with M and, and Proxima. We didn't get much. She didn't get much much screen time with Proxima or the Mysticons when when they got separated from Arcana and Nova Terran. But oh, I didn't have time. Maybe in the future. Yeah, I mean, well, well, we have things to come with Proxima, so we will see. But um, yeah, we uh, other things. Uh, I like M being a star nerd. That was kind of a throwaway line, but um, give M all the relatable character traits. That's the that's what we're going here. <laughs> M's the star nerd. Um, yeah, we see the uh, the flashback to the the twins. Uh, was Arcana being mad is a big component of this episode. She just gets like very angry after Novateran reveals she is a secret twin sister, and she goes Avatar state. <laughs> on them uh glowy eyes uh it's it's uh and she's like levitating rocks and stuff there's some pretty cool visuals here but um did you like this for arcana's character beatrice yes i i mean 
in the beginning, uh, like as a, in the beginning, I thought like, why do why do shows always do this? Where like there's like a group of like powerful pe- powerful like magic users or whatever they have some a group that has some sort of power but then there's that one the leader like the red ranger and power rangers like that always is much more powerful than the rest so i never often like that but you know watching her like lose her mind and do crazy things i was like i'm all for this though like i love seeing her show what she can do i mean there something like something that does bother me a little about the show is that the consistency in how much their magic works isn't always there. Sometimes their magic can like defeat people and sometimes it can't defeat like destroy rocks. So like sometimes it's like a little like a little tedious to see this and be like, wait, but didn't you last episode do this? But um Yeah. But yeah, but I I I I, I like this. I, I like that it's that she does have this kind of loss of control. So now there's this danger of when when will you lose control? Now that suddenly, like her power is suddenly threatening, which we've some we have seen before, but in like very in a lesser sense. But I know, yeah. I feel I feel like with her, like now we're gonna. Yeah. I feel like now it's dangerous, which is interesting. I think also it, she's if she is dragon, she's a dragon. It makes sense. Um, but yeah, I give you to Beatrice how sometimes maybe one character seems to be more powerful than the rest, but. Hopefully down the line, the other three maybe have similar sort of powers. Maybe not as powerful, but perhaps Zarya maybe secretly has some, secretly maybe is part wolf. We Actually, we saw that already in episode five. <laughs> On the nose. Give um, us the werewolf. Yeah. Were, uh, were, werewolf, sorry. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. This episode does a much better job convincing you that Arcana is really powerful than any previous episode. I think M even, or someone comments that uh, like they're the two most powerful mages. Um, her and Novaterra, and it does seem a slightly like not consistent, but yeah, it's 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 cool seeing her like this. She intentionally causes the cave in, um, and is like uh, interrogating Novaterra with the rocks. Um, uh, Ry- Rysenkari on Twitter says, uh, reminds me a lot of Katara. Um, I th- I agree, shades of Katara from uh three three seventeen uh with the uh, about to kill <laughs> about to kill that random guy three sixteen okay three sixteen you're right uh, about to kill the random guy like uh we we that was us with the uh with the um nightly fan club um but uh, yeah it's uh it, I I thought that was great and uh it, it's it's just like pretty early on to go like super mad with like your main character like, I kind of wonder now though if Novataran now understands why um okay wants to un bring back her parents so badly on stone them now maybe you'd be a little more sympathetic and understanding and not be so like oh we can't we can't, forget the parents forget leave them in stone forget the king and the queen perhaps Who, who's that you know arcana's parents her her mom her yeah. stepdad you know in the past remember when they got the codex for the first time and and the astromancer like well now we gotta destroy it and like don't no time to bring back the unstone them or right yeah and we do this again here with the dragon egg uh Novataran's solution is to just destroy the egg um and uh it's it's they're, they're like no we'll just we'll just take it so Novataran likes destroying things um it is true we have the parents thing to deal with and we really haven't done that yet um and we hey, got what? the codex we got the codex back so we should maybe in theory be able to do that this, so, we gotta um, end we I gotta end going's ring of terror <laughs> But like, why is it okay for Arcana to show like when it's when it has to do with her long lost twin? She she reveals herself, but when it's the life or death situation with her parents, she's like, nope, I can't reveal myself to you. That's that's 
<laughs> taking away my sister, that's one thing. But killing my parents, all right, maybe I won't show you there. Um, like, I don't I know. Think- I just... I think it's because she's a little more under control then. I think she knew, like, about her parents' situation. She had time to prepare to control her temper. This was just something new information just found out. It was out of shock of her. So I don't think she could really have a tougher time controlling her temper. Do you yeah. think she'll regret showing him then? Like, looking back then, since before she wasn't willing to, so it's, now... It's, it's also possible they're more comfortable with Novatera now. Like, at yeah. first they thought he was a threat, and now over time it's become clear that he's not evil at all um and that he does despite being uh very infuriating is uh, everyone's best interests uh, in mind um so i know i don't it is true like why didn't he she just reveal herself before with the parent stuff um but you know it's, i don't know it's a charged moment trust novataran more now i can maybe buy it um yeah yeah anyway i uh, can continue yeah i lo- love the uh, all the arcana stuff in the middle here um continuing on i forgot about this line from zarya our girl needs us she says about arcana so, um, just really, uh, I don't know. Should we be mad about them baiting us into shipping? <laughs> Sorry, Arcana, yeah. only to only to have them be sisters. Is this? <laughs> I mean, it happens to the best. Oh of us. man, yeah, this is definitely has flashbacks. Reminds me of Kill a Kill. What they did. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, well, no. I don't know because with Kill a Kill, mm, I don't know. I have to disagree because with Kill a Kill, like. You never thought of shipping they, they, those two? No, I never. <laughs> it was more, if anything, it was it was Mako and um Okay, okay. okay. So we got yeah. Here, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we uh, as I mentioned before, Zarya saves Arcana again. Uh also Zarya comes in and she shouts surprise, by the way. Um <laughs> she says surprise, and then she like enters and they, they, when all of them show up. So okay, Zarya. Yeah. Chill out, chill out, Zarya. I thought that was, that's more of a Piper line. Sister. Yeah, excited. I thought that's more of a Piper line saying surprise. I know. Why did so? Yeah. Why did <laughs> look like Piper needed like Piper was like a young young elf when she met Zarya. Like she was she was impressionable. Zarya, oh, I feel like wow. Zarya like when she, Zarya was younger, she was much more like Piper is right now. Mm, I'd like to see that. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh. Um, more, more, more young Zarya flashbacks is what we're asking for, basically. Yeah. One other thing I liked in the episode, we see, uh, Novateron, uh, floating everyone outside until, like, we can call the Griffins. Um, I thought this was, like, a nice, <laughs> nice consistent, yeah, because a lot of times the Griffins just show up out of nowhere, but at least we're outside, but they were in the cave, and then we float them out there. I thought that was cool. Novateron is on Arcanas, M on Proximas, and, um, yeah, I think we basically. Oh, the other thing is, uh, Arcana saving Nova Terran instead of going after Tasma. I um, thought that was so predictable that was going to happen, and yeah, I, have, I was waiting you know, for it. It did happen. Nova Terran's going to be very mad too. Yeah, but he seemed to cool off a bit much quicker than I thought he would. But like he seemed like he's a powerful mage. He seemed capable of like saving himself. You know, I was like, I was just wasn't convinced that it was Arcana that had to go save him. If he had like fainted, if he was unconscious, okay. But he was like alive. He like literally was just falling for a good minute. He could have simply turned around and used some magic to get himself out of the situation. Like, yeah, I don't that, know. That's, I, that's what happens here, though. Yeah, that's what, that's, I, I think maybe he was. And I, Arcana just didn't wait. She just impulsive. And maybe he, he probably could have told her. It was important <laughs> to show that Arcana still uh, good. She was just mad, still a good person at heart. And even though she's mad at Novateron, still wanted to save him because she's a good person. And like, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I just needed him to not have been incapable of using magic so that she, when she saves him, it makes sense. We've long established Novateron is not super capable <laughs> of a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So this kind of fits in with this, but yeah, uh, you know, I don't know that, that happened. And, uh, yeah. And then we get the ending stuff we already talked about. So, um, she was my sister D transforms. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Beatriz overall thoughts on, uh, the prophecy unleashed. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. Definitely one of the strongest. It had me gasping. I was, I, 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 it caused a physical reaction out of me, which is always a good thing. Um, and my favorite line in all this was Tasma. She said, "Ants beneath the heel of a god." And I was just like, "Tasma, you're so extra." She and asked, guess what? Nick was too, promoting. Yeah. Nick was promoting week of extra. Like, girl, it came early because <laughs> Tasma, like, she's extra TM. <laughs> Tazma is yeah there's very extra okay nick has a week of extra oh my god it's, so <laughs> really? it's not really the proper use of extra because it's just like extra stuff like bonus material oh. that they're offering and oh. it's not the proper way you like no yeah. that's not the way you use that. when nick tunes with rerunning avatar last airbender had all these pop-up stuff and this so really avatar, ex- avatar extras extra, yeah. yeah yeah and most yeah. of them was not really nonsense stuff it wasn't like real trivia stuff or like it was just stuff yeah, we you don't know, need to get into the Avatar extras. Okay, Steve, yeah. what did you think of the Prophecy Unleashed? Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved it, man. This episode blew me away because I think perhaps right now I got, I'm got. i going to go out on a limb here. Hot take. I think this is the best episode of Mysticon so far. Okay. And I'm really excited about the twin thing. Um, Like I said, if it's somebody, if it's a new character, I'm excited to meet that person. And... um. If it's Zarya, I mean, I'm really excited too. And the idea that she could be part princess, um, that'll be awesome. And here's the thing: Zarya calls Arcane a princess every single episode. Yeah, like, that'd be she's that'd definitely be a princess now. They're like, gonna they, call each other princess, and it's like, gonna be great. Like clearly, we're building Zarya to be a princess. It's oh, just, it seems to, so obvious. Now. I can't wait to see uh, Kitty's reaction to that. Like, oh, you're a, you're a princess all along, and who knows? Maybe you know, Kitty might be a little self conscious playing. I'm not good enough for you no more, and just Aww. there's gonna be a fight. They're they're no, gonna K- fight Kitty, over Kitty, this, and that's Kitty's gonna like, be I can't, Kitty's like I can't. Kitty's like I can't date you now. I don't. Yeah, I don't be, like, uh, be like uh, be like uh, be like that character in Frozen for a minute when he just when she he gave up for a second. Um, uh, Gustav or what? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, yeah. I know how's Hans. Kid- Hans is the name I remember more than this. How's how's Kitty gonna react? Yeah, it's gonna be great. But yeah, you best episode of Mr. Khan, Steve. Wow, hot take. Okay. Yeah. I think it's probably top tier. Yeah, um, this is a good one. It's very, it's very exciting to watch for the first time and then podcast on it right after. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm, I'm, I we're we're gonna have a lot to get into with uh, Zarya being twins with Arcana because I'm pretty convinced after we've gone over the evidence here. Oh, I can't uh, wait to rewatch yeah. it tomorrow when it comes out on iTunes to see. Look at that. Look at the babies and just see. Yeah, I was looking. Up. I was looking close at the baby. Yeah, it's it's blue or it's probably blue hair and it is green eyes. So that does really fit Zarya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I it, it's kind of like the fact that we're already getting into this now. I don't know if they're going to hold on this twist for like 10, 15 episodes. But if they do, then I think it's interesting whether they chose to like give it away now. It's kind of the Mr. Robot uh, uh, line of uh, twist taking, which is that you don't want to specifically well, hide it. You can kind of leave big clues because it's I'm not hope- about it's not about the surprise. It's, just, it's I'm, you know. I'm hoping, though, they first of all, go on a search to find a twin because they don't know yet. And it, it, in a way, it would be like the first arc of Sailor Moon in terms of the prince that they're looking for is right under their nose. Instead, they go on these all these wild goose chases to find her. And even with this one little chapter when they see uh, this princess from this other country with these glasses, remember, who they thought could have been the princess? 
I think something maybe similar here. Maybe we find some false like twins. Maybe find someone with like red hair, looks like Arcana a little bit, and we're like get captured and kidnap them and say, "Are you are you my twin? Are you my twin?" And like have some red herrings. Have some red herrings. Yeah, we'll see how much uh, searching we go for the twin, and then it's uh, he was she was there all along. So yeah, well maybe we'll get into that. Um, yeah, okay. That, let us know what you thought of Prophecy Unleashed in the comments. Who's who? Who is it? Is it Zarya? Is it Proxima? Is it uh, someone else? These are this is what everyone wants to know. But yeah, this is basically what everyone's asking. Is um, yeah. everyone? It's not just us. Like because uh, this episode aired in the UK uh like a month ago so people have been already already saying is it Zarya? like uh it's it's so this is this is kind of a natural reaction episode kind of interesting that we that's kind of the initial interpretation maybe there will be a twist on top of this uh we will see um but yeah let us know uh let us know that tell us in the discord overlyanimated.com slash discord our very activist guns channel who you think it is um and uh see see there for a bunch of uh great discussion uh recently in the discord uh we we're trying to get the hashtag justice for choco uh choco uh uh hashtag going so tweet at nickelodeon with uh hashtag justice for choco hashtag renew mysticons because we're trying to get uh episodes beyond the initial 40 so that's what we're talking about in the discord um when the next so this is our last episode for 2017 if you look at nick's long-term tv listings they recently got updated and they show that the show will be back on the 13th of january on nicktoons um this is something that almost happened earlier and the premieres moving to nicktoons instead of nick uh so this is not like finalized wait for the official miscounts to count yeah. to tweet it out maybe they have already when you're listening we're recording this beforehand. who knows maybe uh maybe maybe episode aired like going to air on january 7th on sunday at nickelodeon it's just yeah, exactly they might, yeah they might not have updated the main yeah. nick listings it's possible but as of now uh it's it seems like on nick's they at least intend and maybe uh they can be talked out of this but at least they intend to move the premieres to saturdays at 8 a.m on nicktoons they also show reruns on nick jr and teen nick um which is kind of cool if it's on reruns across uh well, most, a lot of nick channels well, but uh I've seen, well, Nick Jr. doesn't have commercials. They just air episodes nonstop. That's the way they do it. And they show the ending credits, too. So at least that's, that's cool. more of a pleasant experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing I'm worried about with Nicktoons premieres is, Steve, is there a Nicktoons HD channel? I think no, right? I don't think so. Um, right. So that but, that would really suck to not have Miscons in HD the, but, in the premiere. Uh, but like I said, though. You just have to wait the next day till it comes out digitally. On Nick.com. So the thing I would really, if there's anyone listening who can affect this, I would really like Nick.com to move premieres on their website um, the day of the Nicktoons airing, if this is what we're doing. No harm, no foul. If you put the episode up on Nick.com on the Saturday it premieres, not wait until the day after. Because then, uh, like, really, what's happening right now is you're airing this at an ungodly hour and no one's getting up for it. And half the people in the fandom have not seen the episode on the day it's aired. And if they have to wait until the next day to see it, it really is stagnating online discussion. So if Nick is trying to build an online community around the show, which it should because it's the perfect show for that, um, you need to put this episode online same day. Then everyone will have access to it the same day and you can spur more discussion on that day. So really, Nick Dicom's website team should really put the episodes up same day that it's premiering. The loading is behind the times with behind cartoon network and cartoon network disney. does this disney does disney. this nick is the only one that doesn't do this really um so really put put the miscons episodes online same day i'm worried about that but yeah we could get we could get the uh, new miscons episodes sooner and i thought just in like three weeks um uh director matt ferguson tweeted out recently that uh he finished the final mix on episode 26 
Um, he said our sound mixer caught it one of the most uh, the most epic t- episode of TVs ever mixed. So um, that's gonna be the season two finale. So oh. very hyped for that. But that's oh. it, they do only have six more epi- six more episodes done. So I'm kind of skeptical of this just airing weekly, uh, starting January 13th forever. But we'll see. I don't know. Maybe they can. Um, maybe they work really fast. Yeah. He's mix. Oh my! I'm now starting to get vibes of. <laughs> Big death vibes in the episode twenty six. I just heard that. I don't know if people are dying, but yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be great either way. Um, so yeah, uh, potentially back on uh, then the, that episode title is three Mysticons and a baby. Um, just continuing our tradition of a ton of old movie references. Sure, three Mysticons and, and a baby. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the episode twenty one title. And, oh, it um, sounds like one of the Mysticons going to turn into a baby. No, I don't think we're doing Piper. that. I really hope we're not doing that. Maybe <laughs> um, on Piper, but yeah, well, she's already the the baby of the group. But, <laughs> yeah, Maybe I, she gets like some like elf illness that makes her like yeah yeah we did that we did that in voltron um let's not do that (laughs) let's let's not do that we have to do anyone do let it be malveron that baby malveron okay yeah maybe (laughs) maybe finally people will like malveron if he turns if he gets please give me a scene with tasma and baby malveron yeah maybe we can relate finally relate to tasma or why yet if she can't stand him, maybe this goes way back. Yeah. I, or how about we just don't turn anyone into the baby? And uh, <laughs> last thing on a plug is the Mysticon subreddit. Uh, we, me and Alex made the Mysticons reddit. Go to reddit.com slash r slash Mysticons. It's, this isn't officially connected to Overly Animated or to the show. So, um, but we set up the Mysticons reddit so you can talk about uh, the show there. It looks cool. And uh, yeah, uh, recently Sam posted, my favorite post, Sam posted a meme of um, <laughs> doesn't have to be like this with Zarya and hands Zarya Kitty Arcane on the outside when it can also be like this Kitty and Zarya holding hands and Arcane and Zarya holding hands Zarya has two hands but now they're sisters so, so it's <laughs> yeah. no it's ruined it's ruined mm. um, yeah, oh, poster, poster Mysticon's memes on the reddit yes, and good news Zarya now you got a great new, new now, now you have a, a stepbrother now you got Gwang as your <laughs> stepbrother I hope, congratulations good news Zarya you're going to <laughs> Yeah, your stepbrother. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. you know something that would be cool if after it becomes announced that she's like the princess, Latincia decides to go after her. She's yeah, like, I want some royal blood, and if Gawain can't do it, I'll go for this girl. Well, shipping Latincia and Zarya. Okay. And as, as I said, she is moving up. She is stepping moving up. up. Yeah. Well, you know, nowhere to go but up. But uh, yeah, they're... <laughs> sorry, Gwen. Oh, but on, I'm I'm still shipping Gwen and Mathis, sir. What's this? Yeah, I don't know why people need. Deserve. I don't know why people feel the need to ship Mathis with people. But okay, there, <laughs> I guess so. Gwen, I mean, it's no harm, no half foul with him. It's not... No half foul. <laughs> Do you have that planned? Okay. <laughs> there you go. So uh, hashtag no harm, no half foul for for Gwen and. Uh, that's it. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Come talk about us in the Discord, overlyunited.com slash Discord. Um, a lot of misguns discussion there. Um, come, uh, consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Mitch, aka Fever Mitch. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Q. Um, we'll be, uh, upcoming overly animated podcasts. Uh, check out Beatrice's Ferdinand podcast, which Ooh, is, yeah. uh, coming out soon. Yeah, wait yeah. yeah. Really yeah. good. Very proud of it. Even though I don't care for that style of movie, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Even, I don't like yeah. talking animal movies. <laughs> That's every animated movie, though. Steve, so, but, so. No, I, I, I mind if they're, if they're like, uh, what's the word? Uh, if they like animals like Utopia or if humans can understand them, that's different, but. 
<laughs> okay, got to qualify the which type of talking yeah. animal movie. Yeah, um, anthropomorphic. You're anthropomorphic. But unless it's a really great movie, but what? <laughs> what about Finding Nemo? You don't like Finding yeah, Nemo? Yeah, I love Finding Nemo. That's fine. Steve hates Finding Nemo. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, other than that, not much this week. Uh, new episode of Ruby coming out on uh, the upcoming Saturday. So and all Beatrice, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sailor Moon coming up too. Oh, yeah. Sailor Moon. Okay. There you go. More. <laughs> More Magical Girl. You don't get your Magical Girl fix from the Mist Gun. So uh, find all that at overlandradio.com. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.